Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, March 26th, and this is for the week of March 26th through April 1st. And I'm wondering if this week ahead is actually going to be what we could call a week of clarity. We are coming off what maybe felt like sort of a stiff ending to last week. I don't know if any of you were feeling that, but the Capricorn moon we've had for the last couple of days, you know, the Capricorn moon is always going to bring some stiffness and some rigidness along with it whenever it's involved. And it was squaring the Aries sun. You know, Aries wants to go, go, go. Capricorn wants to wait, wait, wait. Aries wants to leap without looking. Capricorn prefers to look before it leaps. Capricorn has a strong sense of responsibility. And Aries is, well, Aries is capable, definitely capable of being responsible when it wants to be. You know, I don't know if it prefers responsibility. I mean, Aries has that adventurous streak to it. But anyway, this past week, especially uh, Friday, Saturday, today, maybe there's been some pessimism that you've been experiencing with this Capricorn moon. Um, also, Mercury has been in Pisces, and Mercury is finishing its stay in Pisces. And again, when Mercury is in Pisces, that can be a very confusing placement for Mercury. It just doesn't function so great when it's in Pisces. So we're maybe dealing with some of this heavy Capricorn moon energy. The Mercury in Pisces not really helping us articulate things and use our words as effectively as maybe we normally would. And then on top of that, we're moving towards a moon-Pluto conjunction. Uh, the Capricorn moon formed a conjunction with Pluto, which is also in Capricorn. And that can bring, you know, an extra layer of dreariness to things because mm. Pluto is that planet that reminds us that at the end of the day, um, no one gets out alive. We are all subject to, you know, death and, right. and those kind of things. So throw in um, some of that on top of uh, any other stress you're maybe experiencing. And uh, it was maybe kind of a, a grim end of the week, um, whether or not that was necessarily playing out in your day-to-day -day life versus just the feelings that you were experiencing internally these last couple of days, you know, something uh, that would be an individual experience for everyone. But I think what I'm getting at here is that this coming week, especially when Mercury goes into Aries this Sunday, March 27th, maybe we'll start getting some clarity on things. Maybe we'll be able to uh, get to the bottom of some mysteries or confu confusing scenarios that might have presented themselves this past month uh, while uh, Mercury was in Pisces. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at my notes here and trying to see... Um, what else I got to bring up, but basically, um, you know, this, this Capricorn moon, Almy was helping me record an audition today and I just was looking so stiff on camera mm. and I didn't mean to come off that way. Like internally, I, I felt like I was smiling and I look at myself on camera and I just have this like frown on my face. Mm -hmm. So I'd like stop at one point and then just laugh for a little bit, just to like remind my mouth of how to <laughs> smile. I don't know uh, what that was all about, but, um, you know, there, there has been some friction the last couple of days for sure. And we're in Aries now. And with Aries, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of friction anyway. Aries is that more aggressive kind of an energy. It has a little more oomph, you know, that brings to scenarios and brings to situations. Um, and Capricorn, the Capricorn moon, you know, 
it, that can bring about us focusing on lack or us focusing on not having enough. Mm. It can make us focus on paying taxes, mm. obeying the speed limit. You know, things like that are not really at the top of Aries's bucket list. I don't know if paying taxes is at the top of any signs bucket list. Uh, that'd be funny if some sign is like, yeah, you know, I did the math. I've only got about 20, 25 years left on planet Earth. And uh, while I'm here, I'm just going to go out there and pay as much tax <laughs> as humanly possible. You don't hear that a lot, no. you know, regardless of what sign you are. You don't hear a lot of people looking to pay extra tax. No. Um, that's kind of an absurd thing to bring up. But again, we are moving towards the Aquarian age and Aquarian energy is far more tolerant of absurd ideas than the Piscean age that we're leaving. You know, the Piscean age is all about gritting its teeth, putting on this happy face, saying, yeah, everything's great. Of course, behind the scenes, uh, we all know how messy life can be and how out of control most of our lives are. Uh, uh, not the majority of the time, but a significant amount of the time. <laughs> Just enough. Yeah, but Pisces is ruled by Neptune, and Neptune is not interested in the truth. And I shouldn't say that Neptune doesn't care about the truth, but it's just not, that's not its focus. Neptune is not here for clarity. Neptune is here for creativity, spirituality, uh, escapism. Mm. But the ultimate truth, I don't think you look to Neptune for that. Um, anyway, but um, like I said, Mercury is ending its stay in Pisces. Mercury entered Pisces on March 11th, so it's only been in Pisces for about two and a half weeks, but that's also plenty of time for Mercury and Pisces to mess things up. Mercury, the planet Mercury, is the trickster of the zodiac. Mercury moves faster than any other planet, and when you're talking about mind games or manipulation, usually Mercury is involved. And then when you say that Mercury is in the sign of Pisces, well, Mercury in Pisces that's when it's in its weakest position. So people can really manipulate the truth when Mercury is in Pisces. Mm. We're not getting the full story, even if we think we are. There's stuff going on behind the scenes that it's just like, um, and, and will those things present themselves? I don't know, but there's a greater chance that they will present mm. themselves with Mercury entering Aries this Sunday, March 27th. And then Mercury is only going to stay in Aries until April 10th. So that's just uh, barely two weeks. And what can we expect from Mercury in Aries? Well, hopefully clearer communication. Mercury in Aries is about making eye contact, enunciating. It can come off as terse, blunt, maybe a little confrontational at times, but it almost always has some sort of enthusiasm attached to it. Aries energy is enthusiastic energy. And like I said, this is a very short stay for Mercury in Aries, only 15 days, but hopefully this will help a lot with any confusing situations you've had in your life since the beginning of March. Any confusing situations in your life prior to the beginning of March, I, I can't help you, <laughs> but uh, just in this past month, this Mercury going into Aries transition could help. Um, but just don't count on it to bring clarity this Sunday. The day Mercury changes signs, I find, can also be quite confusing as it transitions from Pisces into Aries. That first day, that transition can be a little clunky. So if you are looking for answers, wait until Monday at the earliest. Give it until Monday. Um, and we have the Oscars tomorrow, uh, Sunday, oh, that's tomorrow? March 27th. I think so. If I'm... Oh. 
I remember. thought it was next week. I'm going to say it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I we're going to go. Right. But again, Mercury's ending its stay in Pisces. It's a confusing time. It is. Yeah. I don't even know what planet I'm on. No, yeah. no one does. But anyway, there could be some technical glitches at the Oscars, I guess oh. is what I'm saying, with this transition. There could also be some very, very impassioned speeches. Aries is definitely passionate. And with Mercury going into Aries on Sunday, we could you know, people just talking from the heart, people talking not even necessarily from the heart, just from a place of anger or rage, potentially. Um, uh, Aries is that sign that will fight for your honor. It is the hero you've been dreaming of. We'll live forever knowing together that Aries did it all for the glory of love. And that's not quite how that song goes. And Peter Cetera is not in Aries. He's a Virgo. But that's kind of the sentiment. Aries is a hero. It likes hero energy. And, you know, if, if there's something to say, Aries is going to say it. And right now on planet Earth, there's a lot going on and a lot needs to be said. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it's a fairly memorable Oscars ceremony tomorrow because that's such a large platform. And there's going to be plenty of people who are going to want to potentially talk about what's going on out there. Yeah. Um, for example, filmmaker Michael Moore. Uh, he's been known to make speeches at the Oscars that people remember. He has Mercury in Aries. Actor Anthony Michael Hall has Mercury mm. in Aries, and that's why he was so good as the bad guy in Edward Scissorhands. Uh, otherwise, he would never have been cast in that role. The entire cast of The Walking Dead has Mercury in what? Aries. No. That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> but Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays Negan on The Walking Dead, the guy with the baseball bat, he has Mercury in Aries. Okay. Jessica Chastain, speaking of the Oscars, yeah. there's a good chance she's going to win one tomorrow. She has Mercury in Aries. Mm. Actress Shirley MacLaine, former oh. Oscar winner, has yeah. Mercury in Aries. One of my favorite directors, John Waters, has Mercury in Aries. Some guy named Jerry Seinfeld, I'll have to look mm. up who he is. Jerry, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. And then mm -hmm. actor R. Lee Ermey, of course, uh, he's been in a lot of movies, but will always be known for playing the drill sergeant in full metal jacket. Not only does he have Mercury in Aries, his son is in Aries, his moon is in Aries. Ooh. He was born to play a drill sergeant, and he was also in the Marines in real life. I think actually he was a drill instructor, mm -hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. I think he was hired to show the cast how to do it, and then they decided he should just take the role. Yeah, that sounds right. No, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what happened. That's what happened, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, and then one of my favorite Arlie Ermy roles was in um, Saving Silverman. Oh, was he in that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you haven't seen Saving Silverman, <laughs> hopefully that's a, a movie that's still acceptable socially. I don't know anymore. Um, Why not? Neil Diamond's in it. Neil He's Diamond great. is in it, yes. Jack Black, Steve Zahn, the, yeah. uh, Jason Biggs. Remarkable movie. Amanda Peet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's kind of what's going on with this whole Pisces-Aries mush that we're dealing with at the moment. So we're aggressive. We're also sensitive. We're confused. We're also um, maybe been feeling a little beaten down by this Capricorn moon. But the moon will be entering Aquarius at, at uh, about 6 p.m. Pacific time today, Saturday, actually. And I set a phone reminder on my phone. Uh, that is one of the – I will occasionally set phone reminders on my phone when planets are changing signs. And I, and I know it's a planet that's going to be moving into a sign that, for me at least, helps me relax. Or it's like, oh, okay, I can finally catch my breath. Uh, and one of my favorite transitions, and I've probably talked about this before, is when the moon transitions from Capricorn to Aquarius. Because when the moon's in a Capricorn, I find that that's when it's just like life 
is just, you know, holding that mirror up in front of me and saying, you know, what are you doing with your life? You know, what have you done lately? You know, last couple of years, where do you you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Just all this pressure that uh, internally I'm putting on myself seemingly out of nowhere. It's like everything's going okay in the moment, but why are these hard, harsh thoughts coming in? now and then i realized that when the moon goes into aquarius eventually then it's just like you get that detached aquarian energy where it's like hey what does it matter anyway you know everything is fine everything is going to be playing out the way it's meant to play out stop trying to control everything just let it go be in the moment you know that kind of aquarian type thing where it's just like anything's possible and uh, we're going to be coming up on that Aquarian moon in about two hours from right now. Cool. And then it'll be in Aquarius the rest of the weekend. So, again, if you've been experiencing some, some heaviness of late, hopefully this Aquarian moon will give you uh, uh, just the ability to kind of breathe again, <laughs> take some deep breaths, and just, you know, see the bigger picture, right? Cool. So, anyway, that's my ramble for now. Uh, I'd like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. She was born October 24th. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, I've lost track of the number of years, but for at least two years, maybe three years, you have been participating in the Dotson Family Basketball bracket pool. This is for the NCAA college basketball tournament where we fill out brackets. And it's just for fun. No money is exchanged. It's just for pure bragging rights. But Elmi, as a Scorpio, would you say that March Madness March Madness this year literally made you mad? Oh, yeah, for sure. I did so much better in the bracket last year. This year I got trounced and my teams did not do very well. But it was still a very exciting and fun to watch, and I do enjoy being in the bracket. And uh, yeah, it's it's been it's uh, it's been a lot of ups and downs, mostly downs for me. But they'll get it next year. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you another question. And as a Scorpio, I know that you value your privacy, so this question <laughs> might be a little too assertive, a little too probing. But we are in Aries, oh yeah, which is that more aggressive, out there kind of energy. Let's just put it all out on the table, kind of a vibe. So I just want to ask. What team did you pick to win this year? UCLA. The UCLA Bruins, I believe. And why did you pick UCLA? I thought they did very well last year. I was impressed. I got to know some of the team. I thought they had a good, solid lineup, and I've got hometown pride. And I think that they did pretty well. I think they'll take it next year. Why not? Got some good players on the team. You got Johnny Juzang, Juarez Jr., Tiger Campbell, that, that newish guy. Oh, Bernard. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's another guy too. But... There's another guy. Yeah, see, they 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 know what they're doing. They just need a little, a little more practice, maybe, and they'll take it next year. So I'm choosing them again next year. That part of my bracket has not changed. So there you go. Almy is already predicting UCLA to win the NCAA college basketball tournament next year. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I personally, in I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Tom Brady always wins. Yep. So. Even when he's not playing, when it's not his sport, he just still manages to win. So, yeah, always bet on Brady. Maybe, though, not for the bracket, but... Oh, you don't think Tom Brady could take the Bruins? I think it would be... I think he's capable of it. Yeah. But I feel like he's got too much going on to want to do that. All right. Well, yeah. to be continued, to be continued. Yeah, um, That concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As always, Elmi, thank you for sharing. Oh, sure. Thanks for asking. Cool. 
So, yeah, um, let's see what's coming up this week. So, again, you know, there's not a ton of planets doing stuff this coming week. I mentioned Mercury's going into Aries, and that's kind of the big event. And then after that, we just got our usual conjunctions, sextiles, trines, what have you. But at least astrologically, nothing major to uh, to, to talk about. But uh, for the sake of talking, um, the uh, we're going to have the Aquarius moon on Sunday. The moon will stay in Aquarius all day Monday. And if you like Aquarius energy, you are in luck. Because we're going to have four planets in Aquarius. And they're all going to be forming wow. conjunctions and just loving each other. We have a Mars-Moon conjunction Monday. We've got a Venus-Moon conjunction on Monday. Saturn's going to conjoin the Moon. Saturn's going to conjoin Venus. Mm. All of these planets I just mentioned are all in Aquarius. So big, big Aquarian energy day on Monday especially. And just look for, just in general, look for big breakthroughs, innovative type things, new ways of looking at things, whether that's in your world or just on the, or, or not just, but, or on the global scale. The moon will also be void of course, I'm seeing here, for quite Pretty much all day Monday. Mm. And again, the void, of course, means the moon has made its final aspect with the planet while it's in. It's always hard to explain what the heck a void, of course, moon yeah. is. But basically, the, the general advice when the moon is void, of course, is to just continue with projects you've already started. You don't necessarily want to initiate anything on Monday because probably that project or that thing is not going to come to fruition anyway. So Monday could be a good day for getting things done and taking care of things that you've been trying to, to finish. Uh, it could be a good day to finish things. But um, And it's Saturn. Okay, so the moon is forming a conjunction with Saturn on Monday before it goes void, of course. So while it's void, of course, it's going to have a Saturn theme to it. And Saturn is the taskmaster. It is the ruling sign of Capricorn, which I was talking about how that might have been bringing us down a little bit last week when the moon was in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have some more Saturn energy on Monday. And Saturn did used to be the ruling planet of Aquarius as well until Uranus was discovered. And then they shifted Aquarius over to Uranus. So Aquarius energy does have a history with Saturn energy. And I think, at least in my personal experience, when Saturn and Aquarius meet up, that feels a heck of a lot better than when Saturn and Capricorn meet up. Because again, at least with the Aquarian energy, you have that little extra like optimism, that little extra hope, that little extra like, hey, if I just do something differently, if I try things a different way, maybe that's what's going to work. And, and sometimes it does. So uh, Monday is going to be in a, a very, very, very Aquarian energy day. Again, eccentric behavior, outside the box thinking, eccentric fashion choices, socializing. You might be hearing from people. Aquarius energy is very sociable. You might find yourself out of the house. Even if you're a homebody, you might find yourself out there doing things on a Monday, which, you know, obviously unusual, but anything Aquarius or Uranus has that potential to be a little bit unusual. If you like people who have clipboards that stand outside grocery stores, Monday is the day for you. They will be out there in droves gathering signatures to save planet Earth, which is great. I, I always appreciate their um, that they're trying to help, but um, there might be a lot of them to navigate as you walk to your car. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, we have a Pisces moon. So... Mm. Uh, the, again, it's, it's funny how this stuff works. I'm talking about how like we might get some clarity with Mercury going into Aries because we're getting away from some Piscean energy, but now the moon's going into Pisces, so the Pisces energy will be back a little bit mm -hmm. on the 29th and on the 30th. That's Tuesday and Wednesday. 
And this particular Pisces moon looks like it's going to have an okay time. It's going to be forming conjunctions with Neptune and Jupiter, which are both currently in Pisces. It's even going to sextile Pluto. So that's one of those deals where Pisces, even if like Pisces energy can sometimes drive you nuts, perhaps if you're having trouble arranging things, organizing things, feeling like you're in control, Pisces isn't that great. But when it forms a sextile with Pluto, then that Piscean energy can actually kind of soften Pluto a little bit. As I mentioned, Pluto is that, you know, that planet of ultimate truth. It's like death. It's about reinventing yourself. It's about uh, having to deal with um, just certain things in life that you can't escape. However, that Pisces moon is like, well, I like escapism. So it's going to try. It's going to try to soften Darth Vader a little bit, for lack of a better term on Wednesday. By Thursday, the moon will go into Aries. And then the Aries moon is also looking like it's it's going to be emotionally okay. Uh, we have an Aries moon forming a conjunction with Mercury, which will be in Aries by then. And the Aries moon will also form a conjunction with the sun. Mm. And uh, Aries is always fine with the sun mm. uh, shining on it. So that should be feeling pretty good there. Um, and then we're going to have a new moon on Friday, April 1st. So if you're like me and you find that the days leading up to the new moon, you're going to feel a little bit groggy or, or lazy or cranky or any of that stuff, just beware that this might be that kind of a week. If, however, if you're someone who enjoys the new moon, if you're wired where it's like, oh, this is awesome, I love the new moon, then you might feel a little more excited this week. But it is a new moon in Aries. And again, anything Aries related, we want to look for areas of our life where maybe we are going to start a new project. Maybe we are going to start a new adventure. Maybe we are going to take some chances, take some risks, that kind of stuff. So you might want to, you might be feeling motivated to do those kind of things and to make some changes. That'd be towards the end of the week, probably Thursday, Friday into Saturday, even of next week. Uh, I don't know if you'll be feeling that motivated during the Pisces moon, but you might. Um, but anyway... Other than that, the only other upcoming like planet-changing signs is going to be Tuesday, April 5th. Venus will enter Pisces. So, yeah, that's our week. Okay. Yeah. So, thanks as always for listening. I hope uh, you enjoyed it. We love you. And Almy is going to take us out with some deep breaths. That's right. This is your time to uh, get some clarity and a moment of zen, if you will. So get yourself in a comfortable position. You can sit or you can lie down, whatever feels right to you. And if you'd like to close your eyes, you can do so now. And together, let's take a slow, deep breath in. And slowly release. One more deep breath in. And release. Last one, deep breath in, and release. And shake out any muscles that are tense, unclench your jaw, relax your forehead. As always, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you for your support, and we'll talk to you again soon.